0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. Today we are talking bloating. I'm going to dive right into today's topic because I know a lot of you are interested. I recently did a poll on my Instagram which is at justget.fit asking if you were interested in this topic and the response was overwhelming. I posted a video of me what I looked like before I ate my breakfast and... Uh, probably oh, I think it was like 50 ounces of water. And then a video of what I looked like after I'd had my big meal and had all this water. And a lot of people were really surprised. And so as someone who has experienced bloating, this is something I wanted to talk about. And a lot of people think, oh, it's really common that I'm bloated after or that I have gas after eating. And the reality is Well, it might be common, but that doesn't mean it's normal. The reality is there are people with allergies, but there are also a lot of people, myself included, who have food sensitivities. And it's not that I'm going to have an allergic reaction by eating something, but there are certain foods where if I eat it or eat too much of something, my body responds. And for me, generally, that means bloating, and sometimes that means gas. Yeah, I know, not a very ladylike topic, but hey, let's be real. That stuff sucks, it makes us uncomfortable, and it just feels plain awful. So this is why I really wanted to talk about this. And I mentioned there's something that I've cut out of my diet to basically eliminate bloating for me. And what I'm going to tell you what it is, but... This is something where this is what worked for me personally. And I found this out through experimentation, through eliminating things from my diet, and then reintroducing them to pinpoint what was bothering me, what was creating this bloating, what was creating gas, where poor Vitaly is like, oh my God, Icky, you smell. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, my stomach is upset. And like, that's the thing where I'm like, yeah, we've been together a long time, but it's still embarrassing. It's still something where you're like, that's, that's not great. Not something I love. But now that I've pinpointed it, I don't have that anymore. And honestly, <laughs> that is just so nice. So basically what I've done is when I was having this bloating, I just wasn't sure what it was. I hadn't changed anything in my diet. And this is why I actually want to bring this up because This is a food that I have been eating for years since I was little. I don't have an allergy to it. I don't have any skin irritations, reactions, breakouts when eating this. But the bloating was something where I was like, what the heck? And what I've learned is we can develop food allergies and food sensitivities as we age. So, for example, as I've gotten older, there are certain, um, what do you call these? stone fruit that I'm allergic to. That would be like peaches, nectarines, plums, apricots. And there's certain strains of them where if I eat it, my mouth is itchy, my ears are itchy. It's just awful. And so that was not something I'd ever experienced before. And I've bought different brands. I've bought organic. I've tried all these different things. And I can't always pinpoint it because like if you say apples, for instance, there's so many different kinds of apples and it's just some of them. So once you're able to pinpoint it, yes, it does get easier. But my whole point of this conversation is that we can become sensitive or allergic to something that we weren't sensitive to or allergic previously. Okay. And, you know, there's so many experts out there on this. So if you want to dive deeper into this top, I definitely recommend listening to um, some of them. But this is just my personal experience of sharing what I've done and what has helped me. And so I found that yogurt, Greek yogurt was the culprit for me. And I love Greek yogurt. I would have it with fruit. I would throw it in smoothies. It's a great source of protein. Super delicious. Love it. But you know what? My stomach doesn't love it. It really actually hates it. And that's why I always ended up bloated. I ended up really gassy and uncomfortable. And so this is where how I came to that conclusion is what I'm going to talk about. And essentially, this is what I recommend for clients as well. If you're experiencing bloating, if you're experiencing gas or anything where you're like, that doesn't quite feel right, start keeping a little bit of a food journal, nothing fancy, just make a note. Like I had Greek yogurt and berries for breakfast. I had a protein shake for lunch. You could make a note of anything you put in there. If you had something for dinner Obviously, this is a very sparse uh, example, just for, for example's sake. And, you know, if you had a salad, write down your protein, write what you added to it, and make a note how you felt after. Some people go, I'm lazy, and that's too tedious. And, well, that's a whole other issue in and of itself. If that's the case, then just write down the meals that made you feel bloated. Okay, so if you have breakfast, nothing happens, skip it, don't write it down. Go on to lunch, nothing happens, don't write anything down. After dinner, you're like, holy smokes, I am uncomfortable, my stomach is bloated, feeling awful or super gassy, write down what you ate. And keep track of this. Do it for seven days, do it for 10 days, do it for a month. But as you do this for a longer period of time, you're going to notice some patterns. Oh, every time I have chickpeas, huh? I'm really gassy. Okay, well, there you go. So it's not that you're allergic to it. Maybe your body just has a harder time breaking things down. So that's when I'd say, all right, well, try chewing your food more. Because there's certain things like legumes where I was like, if I chew my chickpeas enough or I chew my black beans enough, I don't actually have gas. But I know if I inhale my food, swallow things whole, guess what, my body's working extra hard to break those foods down. And then I'm smelly Nikki. So there are some things to try. And there's some things where you know what, it doesn't matter how much you chew your food. It's just something that's not going to work for you. For me, that's my yogurt. And I fought it. I fought it for so long. I was in denial. I was like, great, great. Now, now I have a dairy intolerance. But you know what? I don't. I did cut out dairy. I cut out dairy for three months, reintroduced it, and I introduced things little by little. So I didn't just say, okay, reintroducing dairy because I had sneaking suspicions. I reintroduced one thing at a time. So for example, a little bit of milk. It was fine. And I'm not a big milk drinker. I I normally just have almond milk, Um, but that was totally fine. I had some cottage cheese in small amounts, also totally fine. Out of the yogurt, oof, instantly, within five minutes of eating it, I could feel, and for me, bloating doesn't have to mean like you look nine months pregnant. Sure, it absolutely might, but for me, it's a feeling, and yes, maybe my stomach's a little bit puffier, maybe it's kind of like if I were on my period, but I can feel the difference. Because how I related it was, if I'd eaten a really big meal, maybe a little bit more than I should have, I kind of have that overly full feeling. And that's kind of what I was getting with the yogurt. But it would be unproportionate to the amount of food I was eating. So I might have, you know, half a cup of yogurt, maybe one cup of yogurt. And after that, on an empty stomach, which physically isn't a lot of food for me, I had that feeling of, oh, I've eaten too much. My stomach's not quite right. And that's what it felt like for me. So maybe the visual side effects of this bloating weren't as dramatic as someone else, but I could feel it. And then I could smell it. (laughs) And so this is where I was like, oh, okay because I'm someone who can still have whey protein. I have it most days. I can have some milk and things. I can have ice cream, all fine. But once I have that Greek yogurt, no, it doesn't work for me. Does that mean I completely cut it out? Mm, for the most part, yes. I actually don't buy Greek yogurt anymore. I won't have it as a snack. I won't add it to overnight oats. But on occasion, I still want frozen yogurt. And so, yes, I will go out, have it have a smaller amount, though, and just be prepared that that's what's going to happen. I'm not going to feel my best after having it. So being able to make an informed decision and know what your body or how your body might respond is important. And I generally recommend listening to your body and honoring what it prefers. But I do understand that sometimes you're like, oh, you know what? Oh, it'd be so delicious like for me, another food that if I overeat it, I don't feel very good is grapes. Grapes is one where I'm like, oh, those also make me bloat. But I'm like, it's also easier for me to have like 10 grapes and move on. Because it's not something I have every day. And the other one that's happened as I've gotten older too, is red onions. I love onions. I put onions in everything, I'll eat them cooked, I'll eat them raw. And red onions will make me Give me a savage stomach ache. I'm not even talking about bloated, I'm just talking about like stomach pain and like really sharp pain. So these are all newer food sensitivities that I've had over the last, I want to say five, ten years. These are things that I've become aware of because I actually pay attention to how I feel. And this is where being in tune with your hunger, being in tune with what your stomach feels like is important. And I think a lot of us disregard that. I know I did for years. I would eat out of habit. I would ignore my hunger. I, I had a really hard time identifying what hunger felt like. And so it is important to pay attention to these signs. If you are experiencing bloating, if you're experiencing a lot of gas, those are not normal reactions to things. Yes, they might be very common in how other people also experience eating, but it Isn't something that you should really be having every single day, especially if you're making your own food and meals. That's something where, you know what, you can put in a little bit of work and you should be able to pinpoint what it is. Obviously, it can be challenging for other people or just some people in general, in which I'd say look into speaking to a professional, a holistic nutritionist, a naturopath, someone who can actually walk you through an elimination diet to help you pinpoint what those challenges are. Because at the end of the day, you don't have to eliminate most of those things for your entire life. Even people who do better with like a low FODMAP diet, it's not that every single food on that diet is something they need to cut out forever. No, generally, it's a certain amount of them, or they're able to have some of those foods just in smaller quantities. So I know people kind of avoid doing these food diaries or elimination diets because, well, Ignorance is bliss. They don't want to know. And if they don't know, well, they don't have to do anything about it. But this is where, if you're ready, if you're tired of feeling bloated, if you're tired of being stinky, then put in the work. It is work, but it is worth it. And I can honestly say, not feeling that way after eating is so good. Because that discomfort and how I feel, and I have to get dressed and put clothes on, it's awful. And if it's something you can change, then why wouldn't you? All right. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully that's giving you some suggestions on what to do if you are experiencing any kind of bloating. And don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit. Or if you're interested in applying for one-on-one nutrition coaching, you can do that by emailing me at Nikki at justget.fit. All right, thank you so much for listening and don't forget to subscribe.